0: Welcome! You're listening to a rundown of the setting of the International LARP Spoils of War by Katrina Wind from Narrators Inc. This episode focuses on the history of the Starlands, both ancient history and more contemporary. Ancient history: The Queenland has been ruled by a Queen from House Moon of Evendale for millennia. The Queen has a mystical status and everyone in the Queenland agrees that there should always be a monarch. More than 1,500 years ago, all of the principalities of the Starlands were under the rule of House Moon before the independence became just that, independent. But during the reign of Queen Francisca Moon 1,500 years ago, House Bedrock, House Sevanche, House Weaver, the predecessors as regents of the Winding Vale before House Mantis, House Semilla and House Redmore decided to become independent. They fought a terrible war with the rest of the houses and the Queen. House Sticks, House Oakleaf, House Lynx and House Harla, the stewards of Evendale, still fiercely wanted their Queen to rule, and the eventual truce stated that the Queenland only consisted of the easternmost principalities from the end of that war. The term the independence was invented as a provocation to Queen Francesca and her supporters, but today even some citizens in the Queenland use this exact term as a spite to the westerners. The cultures have grown so different that there is a definite difference between coming from the independent principalities and the Queenland, until King Redmond became regent of the Queenland. All the independents are principalities without any higher authority to answer to. The Queen, and now King, is still a unifying figure in the Queenland who demands respect, and who will interfere in cases of strifes between principalities and in case of attacks from woodlanders. However, it is important to note that the Queen doesn't interfere in all small details in the principalities. They have rulers who are lords and ladies in their own right, and the Queen's status is mostly ceremonial. It is, however, taken deadly seriously by the citizens of the Queenland. Only daughters can succeed their mothers as queen in House Moon, unless there is no female heir. A Regent King is not unheard of in the past, but only in cases of no female heirs. That is, until King Victor Redmore appeared and cast House Moon from the throne of the Queenland and instated himself as king. More recently, a new time calculation has been put into use. That is, after the Great Sin, or AS for short. The great sin happened 150 years ago. During this time, woodlanders and city folk lived mostly in peace. But some woodlanders had grown more extreme and full of righteous hatred over the expansion of the city folk, who had taken more and more of the forest for themselves. Leaders of different groves gathered and agreed to strike multiple different principalities at once. A huge number of cities and villages were wrecked, townspeople were brutally massacred, and only the largest cities and stone castles and houses survived. Survivors were taken as working slaves for the groves. But the woodlanders were not alone. They had joined forces with Lord Rannos Redmore. In the Cape, there was almost complete assimilation between woodlanders and city folk. The understanding between them was great, and there was next to no racism. Even Lord Rannos himself had of blood in his veins from a few generations back. Rannos saw an opportunity to make his neighbors weaker, and thereby strengthening his own position. Some say that Lord Rannos Redmore and his kin helped ignite the strife further in many other principalities, to be able to invade and expand his power at a later date. However, none of this was ever proven. In the end, Lord Ranos Redmore just had a stronger power base in his own principality and he earned fortunes owning the only land passage between the Independents and the Queenland. He later became known as Ranos the traitor among his detractors. After this war, parties separated and vegetation started to grow wildly over many villages, making more room for woodlanders everywhere. Some city folk turned to mysticism to find the meaning in the madness and comfort in a terrible situation. Cityfolk slowly rebuilt their societies and moved together in bigger cities. The woodlanders didn't have the weapons or the patience to assault castles or larger cities, so they also drew back. In most areas, there has been bitter animosity between the two cultures ever since. City folk and woodlanders have, in the best cases, lived unwillingly side by side and in the worst cases actively tried to exterminate each other. Recent history. The usurping of Victor Redmore. Twenty years ago, a new Redmore stirred in the Cape. The then 60 year old Victor Redmore was the grandson of Ranos and at least as ambitious. The Middle Lordship, the Cape, had established a culture where Woodlanders and city folk lived integrated with each other, which gave House Redmore a big cultural say over Woodlanders in the other Lordships. This influence was used to talk the Woodlanders in the Queenland into supporting Victor Redmore in an aggressive invasion to the east. They had long been subjugated to harsh racism in many areas and paying city folk in return. Most Woodlanders are by now still loyal to the deal with King Redmore, but they have drawn back into the forests now that the war is lost. Lord Redmore made a deal with Lord Harla, who was the steward of House Moon's lands, Evendale. Lord Harla was sick of Queen Moon's racism and thought that Lord Redmore would do better as a king. And if Victor Redmore would marry his daughter Vikana Harla, she would be queen. Until then, Vikana had been engaged to the young prince of House Moon. House Harla's betrayal was even greater, considering that Queen Mathilda was fostering their young child as her own ward to be the future companion of the princes and princesses of House Moon. There was an issue with this marriage proposal. Victor Redmore was already married to Lady Zira Simila Redmore. But after four years of no children, Lord Redmore had the marriage declared cursed and annulled by the Quasitas from the Cape. Lady Sira was sent back to House Simila, which was a great slight towards both her and her family. Just a week later, Victor Redmore married Vikana Hala instead. It was no more than a month before she was pregnant. Even though the decision is deeply controversial, many say that it was the will of life since the new lady was so soon with child. In the meantime, House Styx of the Mistlands had been persecuted for their different religion for ages. And even though they believed in the mystical worthiness of House Moon, the now deceased Lady Celia Styx was eager to support another ruler. So the lantern bearers from the Mistlands led Lord Redmore and his troops through the swamps to meet up with Lord Halla, who helped the troops through Evendale. They breached Moonkeep in the middle of the night and killed Queen Mathilda, King Jasper Moon, and their son James. The servants who had bent the knee were spared. What the invading forces didn't know was that only half a year earlier Queen Mathilda had started to suspect what was happening and had her infant daughter, Natasha, sent to be raised by House Sevanche with her sister. Along with her, they sent the young Harlow child, who was being fostered with Queen Moon and was now two years old. The children would later become inseparable and each other's best friends. For centuries, House Oakleaf had been Lords of Starsmoor and served the Moon's as advisors, generals, heralds and the like. The relation between the two houses was friendly and warm and more like younger older sibling than ruler-servant. House Oakleaf was fiercely loyal to House Moon. When Lord Redmore attacked Moonkeep in 133 A.S., that is, after the Great Sin, the patriarch of House Oakleaf, Edwin, general of the Royal Guard, died in defense of King Jasper Moon. He was stabbed in the back by the Lord of Starsmores second greatest house, Lord Tybalt Bar. Christopher Oakleaf, heir of the house and steward for Queen Mathilda Moon, fled to the Oakleaf Castle torment with a small group of survivors of the massacre. Here, the line of Oakleaf stood their ground, knowing the new king would not relent until their family was extinct. To protect the line, House Oakleaf spread its children across the realm through marriage and faith until House Oakleaf itself was finally extinct a handful of years after House Moon. Already when Christopher Oakleaf fled, the fierce Redmore supporters from House Barn rose as lords and ladies over Starsmoor. Old Lord Dominic Lynx was called to Moonkeep to bend the knee to Victor Redmore, but he refused. After a quick trial orchestrated by King Redmore's close advisor, the Morton Sea. Lord Lynx was executed in 133 A.S. for being a traitor. This happened in front of his sons and the rest of the Queenland's nobility. His eldest son, the current Lord Constantine Lynx, bent the knee and swore fealty to King Redmond. The western principalities watched with some worry and feared for their trade with the Queenland. The new ruler didn't seem as interested in cooperating as House Moon had been. King Redmore rarely let goods from the west pass the Cape, and the Queenland stopped trading as much as possible. During the last five years, more and more suspicious ships have been spotted off the coast of the west, as well as an increased frequency of shady tradesmen and attacks from woodlanders, which has been worrying the west. In 149 AS, that is, last year, House Cervantes sent a message to all the other lords and ladies in the west, Inviting them together in House Sevanche's seat and they presented a 20-year-old woman as Natasha Moon, the heir of House Moon. She was the daughter of the deceased Queen Mathilda and had, before Victor Redmore killed the royal family, been sent to Queen Mathilda's sister, Lady Monique Sevanche, who was originally a Moon married into House Sevanche. The legitimate heir gave the West an official reason to venture into the Queenland. Lord Similla was a staunch supporter since his daughter was Sarah Similla, whom Victor Redmore had annulled his marriage with. The West agreed, despite of hundreds of years of conflict between each other, to go to war with a common enemy. They established a contract that as soon as Victor Redmore was captured, the alliance between them was over. Thereafter, every lady and lord could act as they pleased. The attacks overran the Queenland's troops, so their alliances and military organization crumbled under the strength of the West. It was a brutal and devastating war, but only one year long. After nine hard months of fighting, House Lynx's General Vitus, younger brother to Lord Constantine, contacted the West and declared that all of House Lynx, besides from his brother the Lord, shift their alliance and help bring down the tyrant Redmore. There were still brutal fights after that, and among others the Lady Celia of House Styx was killed. You listened to a rundown of the setting of the international larp Spoils of War by Katrina Wind from Narrators Inc. Spoils of War is an adaption of the two Danish larps in the Victorious series by Katrina Wind and Alexander Bagginson. Thank you for listening.